The opinions expressed on Late Night Health are presented for educational and informational purposes only and are not intended as a diagnosis, treatment, or as a substitute for other professional medical advice, diagnosis, and treatment. Please consult a local physician or other healthcare professional for your specific healthcare and or medical needs or concerns. Late Night Health is proud of our partnership with the EBC, the Evolutionary Business Council. Check them out at ebcouncil.com. This is Late Night Health. This is the radio show that cares about the most important part of your life, your health. During the next hour, the insane Daryl Wayne and I, I'm Mark Allen, we're going to explore some topics that touch each and every one of us. We're going to be talking about dentistry later on in this hour and the various aspects of dentistry from cosmetic dentistry to preventive health for the mouth. And then we're going to start the show today with JT Maticus. He's an American entrepreneur. He's a medical activist, an author and producer. He's written a series of medical novels uh, that uh, actually embed or impart some health information into it. We go to Northern California as we speak with JT Maticus. JT, how are you, man? I'm doing good. Mark, how's, how's everything? How's your holiday so far? This uh, holiday has been terrific so far. Being with family uh, is uh, is the most important thing, right? That, that's very true. Uh, it, actually, being with the family actually improves your health. It does. Absolutely. It makes you feel better. How did you become a medical activist? Well, I went to medical school, and... Uh, uh, I, I put that on hold. I got married, had kids, and as I was kind of waiting to go back to school, uh, watching my kids grow up, um, I decided to uh, teach medicine on YouTube to keep my medical knowledge um, sharp, so that when I go back to medical school, I will be uh, good to go, in a sense. And as I was doing this, I was really, really finding out and noticing the struggles my colleagues were going through. Uh, to become doctors, and I just did some research. Um, I actually wrote a nonfiction book called "Is There a Doctor Aboard?" That was my first book, and the question is: is that we are facing uh, a doctor shortage, and yet so many medical students are uh, in school, and we have an army of them ready to become doctors. So there is a disconnect. There is something. There's a situation happening in our country, but as well as in the world where we have many people that want to be doctors, and yet we still have a shortage of doctors. And uh, so I found out that there's three problems, really. Uh, the first problem is, uh, obviously, uh, policy, uh, a government, governmental uh, situation where uh, the politicians are not producing enough legislation to, to solve the problem. And so I, I'm, as a... <laughs> As a single person, I was like, oh, I'm not sure I can take on the government. <laughs> right. Uh, but you could take on the AMA, because I think they're the cause, too. Oh, uh, I, 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 um, I'm, I'm right there with you, but I also I don't want to upset them. They're quite, of course they not. quite powerful. Yeah, I get it. Um, so, and, and they should be, and they are, I, I think, slowly trying to uh, change their uh, stance on getting more and more uh, medical students to become residents, to become uh, uh, doctors. 
Um, the second situation is um, the, the, the situation we're facing is well, <laughs> people are living longer. Uh, the baby boomers are. Uh, we're are taking over, man. They're living longer. A lot of them were doctors. They're retiring. So we're just not replacing these uh, doctors fast enough to deal with an aging population that is living longer. So that's another problem. And, uh, of course, I can't solve this. So I thought, you know what I can do? I can try to maybe fix the educational system. Um, I, I don't know if I can fix the financial situation because apparently... <laughs> To become a doctor, it's going to cost you at least a quarter million dollars. I mean, we're talking about uh, four years of sacrificing medical school, four years of uh, tuition fees and books and lodging and living expenses. So it's, it's quite an expensive endeavor to actually become a doctor. But what I'm thinking is maybe we can streamline it. Maybe we can make it easier uh, with advancements that has already been made. Mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. Think about it. You can learn a lot through YouTube, and that's what I was doing. I was teaching medicine on YouTube for free. Let that's me ask you. Let me. Let me. Let uh, me ask you something, JT, and that is that that we have a healthcare issue. You know, you mm-hmm. go into a hospital and they're charging ten dollars for a you know a, a Tylenol pill that's a generic Tylenol pill. Um, the the cost is is outrageous. A few weeks ago, with with a friend of ours, uh, Michael Anderson, we we talked about how you know even if you have money, even if you have insurance, you could you can lose everything if you have a catastrophic disease. Isn't it time that we take a look at the whole situation and make one America healthier and the world? And at the same time, take a look at alternative health so that maybe we can combine the two with allopathic and alternative practices to make healthcare not only affordable, but work. I, I am, I'm right there with you. I've traveled, I've traveled the globe. Um, I've, I've been in, <laughs> in situations where I had to seek medical help in different countries. Oh, my. And, <laughs> and I'm looking at how... Uh, for example, I love telling this story. I was in Prague, and I cut myself. I cut my leg. And yes, I studied medicine, but the the, the place where I cut myself was not easy to stitch myself. Right. <laughs> Plus, I, I, I do love a lidocaine because I want to feel the stitches. Of course. <laughs> and I went to the the hospital, and I sat there for an hour, and I, and I was seen by the uh, the physician, and he spoke English, and I, he said, what happened? I said, well, I cut myself. He's like, well, okay, two stitches. So he sewed me up, and uh, I was like, okay, how much do I owe you? He's like, well, the equivalent of 50 U.S. dollars for two stitches, some lidocaine, and patched up, you know, ready to go. What would that have cost here in the U.S., do you know? Well, I, I know exactly how much that would cost me in the U.S. So I recently cut my finger. Uh, I needed about seven stitches, and uh, I went to the ER recently. And, um, you know, it costs you, it costs you nothing initially until you get all the bills. Right. And so the first bill came in, okay, $1,500 for the facilities. Another bill came in, okay, so you, were, you had an x-ray, so that's another $500. Okay, you were seen by a physician's assistant, so that's another $1,000. Yeah, okay, and of course, you know, this, all these fees started coming in. Oh, well, we, we, used, uh, we used stitches, we used lidocaine, we used all these things. They so charged by the costs. stitch, it sounds like like almost. <laughs> <laughs> That's about it. That's the truth. So uh, I think I got away with about $3,000 for 
for seven stitches. And it was funny because I, I looked at my wife and I'm like, uh, this is not going to cost me $50. Um, maybe, maybe I can sew it up. And she looked at me like, it's your finger. You only have one hand to sew it up. No, go to the, <laughs> go to the ER. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, the, the, that's amazing. That's the part that gets me. The other part, of course, is that I'm assuming they took an x-ray of your leg uh, uh, in Prague. I, I'm assuming that uh, you had, you know, before you saw the doc himself, you saw a nurse or a pra- nurse practitioner. You saw somebody. And and all of it was $50. I mean, it's, it is amazing. The other day I was watching TV and there was a, a prescription ad which we're, we're inundated with. And besides the terrible side effects, the monthly cost was $3,600 a month without insurance. And that is just astronomically stupid. I don't even remember what the disease was. Oh, Mark, I, I'm right there with you. I, I sold pharmaceutical drugs. <laughs> <laughs> I was the one, uh, oh, I think I'm going to get some uh, enemies now, but I was the one going to the doctor's office saying, hey, I've got a brand new drug in my bag. It's only, you know what, we usually charge $2,000 a month for it, but you know what, for the first month, it's only $200 a month. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's 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 amazing. I mean, the shingles vaccine, right? They lowered the 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 recommended age from sixty five to fifty. The average cost with insurance is now a uh, hundred and fifty dollars per person with insurance, and there are over a hundred and eight million people. Over the age of 50 in the U.S. alone, which would mean that's around a $20 billion gross. They can't have spent anywhere near that in terms of research and development and deployment and manufacture. Anyway, uh, our guest is J.T. Maticus. We're going to take a time out and we'll come back to J.T. in a few minutes. Uh, he's got a number of books. Is there a doctor aboard? He's got some medical... Um, uh, novels out as well final diagnosis series medical dramas maybe we'll turn them into a tv show or something uh this is mark allen along with the insane daryl wayne here at late night health join us at late if you have any questions or comments you can always write us at info at late info at late JT and I come back in just a couple of moments along with the insane Daryl Wayne. Don't you dare go away. There's lots more great information coming up. Recently, I met Jacqueline from Bright here in Los Angeles. She gave me a hearing exam and then showed me how to hear again with the new Signia Pure Series hearing aids, and she can give you your life back too. I hear birds chirping, birds cooing, and even my wife. They easily connect to my smartphone. The Signia hearing aids are amazing, and with the charge and go, I don't have to fiddle with batteries and hear all day long. Not hearing is frustrating for you and your family. I know, you don't have a problem, but trust me, call Bright here now for a free hearing exam, a $125 value, yours free, 
just for making an appointment now. There are offices throughout the Los Angeles area. Call right here now at 323-424-7100. That's 323-424-7100 for a free hearing exam. There's no obligation. Call now, 323-424-7100, or visit them on the web at brighthere.com. Sometimes it's not what you say, it's how you say it. Words are a critical aspect of success. How you get your point across is a crucial part of what makes anything sell. So do it right and hire a writer. Whether it's articles, blog posts, technical writings, website content, product descriptions, or ghost writing anything from a novel to a nonfiction book about your navel, contact Servette Hassan. If you want it to sell, write it right. Email Servette at Servette at ServetteHassan.com. Late Night Health continues. I'm Mark Allen. Be sure to join us at LateNightHealth.com, LateNightHealth.com. And if you have questions, you can write us at info at LateNightHealth.com. I personally answer each and every one of those. Info at LateNightHealth.com. Our guest is J.T. Maticus. He's an American entrepreneur, medical activist, author, and producer. He wrote, he actually last year produced a film in Poland. Wow. Uh, let's take a look at America in general, uh, JT. And are we healthy? Do you think? Uh, in my opinion, definitely not. But then it's all relative. You have to see that there's three. Well, there's more major cities than I'm going to say. But let's say there's three major cities. When people see America, they see New York, they see Los Angeles, they see San Francisco, yeah, Chicago and Miami and some other ones too, but that's America to them. And we forget that America also has rural America. We have Idaho, we have Kansas, we have Nebraska. We have Ventura County. Huh? We have Ventura County where we're based. We have Ventura County even. (laughs) Right. And there's a lot of underserved areas where there is no doctors. You go to the local hospital. And there's just staff. There's nurses. There may be some nurse, nurse practitioners. There may be, they, there may be even a physician's assistant. But there is no licensed doctor on site, and they're directing everyone through Skype. And this is just, this is embarrassing. I mean, we're talking about we make um, Americans make a lot of advancements in medical technology, and yet we have no doctors. We have the infrastructure, but we have no doctors. And this is. This is a big shame. I mentioned the AMA, and we don't want to get anybody upset or mad. And, and, (laughs) you know, (laughs) especially we don't want them to get mad at you. I don't care if they get mad at me. But (laughs) I think that, that, you know, doctors, people, people want doctors with a Marcus Welby kind of bedside manner uh marcus welby in case you didn't know jt was a a fictional doctor i think in the what the 70s and he maybe the 60s and uh you know he solved all the problems and was a uh you know great all-around doctor it was definitely the 70s it was the 70s okay and before my time. <laughs> yeah, it was before your time. But the, the the point is that people do want that caring. And I think that that what we all need are caring doctors who spend more than seven minutes with us because that's what the insurance will pay for. That I know. It's, it is a shame. Um, I, I was a, a student doctor in Antigua, which is a Caribbean island. 
and there was I, I, I received one of the patients um, to to uh, practice with, uh, and uh, there was something that we weren't getting to, and it took me about half an hour to figure it out. She kept on uh, complaining about random pains here and there, and there. long story short, I figured it out. She had post-traumatic stress disorder. Oh, my. And I said, you know, you, you really need to see someone for that. That's not something that a medical uh, professional can help you with. You need a psychologist. Yeah, I can give you some suggestions on how to deal with, say, the you know trauma, but you know I'm not trained to do that. Right. <laughs> but the thing is that how many doctors spend 30 minutes with one patient to get to that point? Yeah, it's an incredible thing where you know you spent the time with your patient to figure it out, mm-hmm. and many doctors just don't have the time and I think that's an issue um, it is I mean and you wonder why we have more suicides than a lot of the countries you know we are the most powerful strongest country this is the land of happiness land of bread and honey milk and honey and here we are lots of people killing themselves with drugs killing themselves with guns it's just it's it's embarrassing it is embarrassing it, it, it absolutely is we are the greatest country and have been Mm-hmm. We've always been the greatest country in the last 200 and, what, 30 years, something like that. And exactly. I think that that our health care system is just, it's a shame. It needs to be revised and revamped. Um, a major HMO here in California uh, is actually building and starting a medical school to train doctors in their way of, do- of, of, of medicine. I'm not yeah, sure. Kaiser Permanente, I'm assuming. Yes, that's it. It's Kaiser Permanente. Yeah. And while I was a member of Kaiser for most of my life, uh, they they are one of the first to uh, bring in um, hospitalists, and I don't like hospitalists. I've said that on the on the phone, and that's how they're treating. Uh, my understanding will be that's the the what they will be uh, producing hospitalist doctors rather than specialists, uh, other specialists. Marcus will be... That's not a bad direction. I think we need, we need more of that. And uh, Kaiser Permanente has been a staple in this, uh, in at least California. Yes. I even put Kaiser Permanente's um, solutions in, in my book, uh, Is There a Doctor Board? Well, I have so, to tell you that for, for, for many years on the air, even before I was doing late-night help, I have said that the Kaiser Permanente plan there is what we should implement as national health care because I think it works. Uh, Daryl had some information on Marcus Welby. Uh, it's a, September 23rd, 1969 to July 29th, 1976. It was Robert Young, obviously. Robert Young, yeah. Marcus Welby says, uh, a family practitioner with a kind bedside manner who was on a first-name basis with many of his patients uh, and who also made house calls. Right. And house calls, I think, are another one. I mean, I remember as a kid having house calls. Have you ever had a house call, JT? Oh, yeah, definitely. Oh, those days are... <laughs> it's, it's a shame. It's, they're almost long gone, even. And you know what the house calls are now? Through Skype. And you know who pays for that? The rich. Yes. The rich gets through the house calls, even if it's through Skype. There's a nurse practitioner or a nurse that next to the bedside doing, you know, checking up on a patient, and they're having a Skype conversation with the doctor, and this is big bucks. This is boutique clinics. Well, the, yeah, the telemedicine is is really important 
I think that it, it, it serves a purpose. However, um, uh, a friend of mine, Dr. Uh, Sadiji, Habib mm-hmm. Sadiji, has said that part of being a doctor is the physical contact where the doctor actually touches you. It's a healing mm-hmm. maneuver. Yep. And, and so that's why, you know, in some cases, and I would think many, uh, uh, telemedicine, you know, they don't have touch telemedicine. Right? They don't. They don't. They have a nurse doing the touching, but um, not not from the doctor. You're no, and it should correct. be from and it should be from a doctor as well. Uh, I think it's um, I think it's absolutely vital uh, that the, the doctor patient develop a relationship. I tell people, uh, uh, we've said this for for the last what six years, Daryl, uh, uh, on the show. I tell people to call your doctor by their first name. Why? Because you're in charge of your own health care, and a lot of people don't realize that, and they give the power of their health care, of their own health, to the doctor, and that upsets I know, me. I know, and doctors also have a lot of power. They've uh, I've I've been uh, blacklisted. I was huh. undiagnosed for um, for three, four years, and I went to twelve specialists. And one doctor just wrote, "I'm crazy. I'm, I'm, I'm uh, 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 what's it called? Uh, you know, <laughs> I can't find the word. I said yes, I can't find the word. But I'm, I'm, I'm crazy. It's all Hypo- my hypochondria. 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 Wow. And uh, and that that followed me in my files for the rest of the you know the the going to different different specialists. And it's like, well, great. Now everyone thinks I'm hypochondria going to get diagnosis so that's that's not helpful no that's not helpful at all I, I, my mother complained of pain i mean this is years and years ago she's been gone a long time and the doctor kept uh, put in her notes uh, uh, older woman with uh, 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 psychological issues and uh, imagining pain and it turned out she had a perforated colon that that's he missed just- Oh, that's outrageous. Yeah, it is outrageous. It's, it's terrible. Listen, the music is coming up, which means that uh, we're just about out of time. Uh, I'm going to, first of all, invite you back, JT. Do you have a website? Yes, jtmaticus.com. Uh, it's not up and running yet, but you can find me on um, Google JT Maticus. You'll find my Instagram. You'll find my Facebook fan page. And my novel is Final Diagnosis, No Second Chances. I'm looking forward to reading that. I'm looking forward to reading that. J.T. Maticus, M-A-D-I-C-U-S. Just do a Google search and you'll find it. Uh, J.T., I'm inviting you to come back sometime uh, late December, early January. We'll do this again. Uh, I'm Mark Allen, along with the insane Daryl Wayne. We're going to talk about uh, dentistry coming up next. Don't go away. More coming up. And if you have a question for us or our guest, Email us at info at latenighthealth.com. Info at latenighthealth.com. Don't go away. More coming up. The latest from the greatest. The best in new music by classic rockers. With your host, the insane Daryl Wayne. This is Alice Cooper, and if Daryl Wayne is insane, what does that make me? criminally insane. Stick around to find out. Many of the artist interviews for the latest from the greatest have been captured on audiobook. There is a volume one and volume two. Great information and conversations with people in the industry and people surrounded by the industry and of course the rock stars themselves. I'm the Reverend Al Green and you're listening to The Insane Daryl Wayne and I said 
Wayne Insane. You can find it on Amazon or Blackstone Audio. Search for the latest from the greatest from Daryl Wayne, D-A-R-R-E-L-L-W-A-Y-N-E. Hello, this is Weird Al Yankovic, and you're listening to the Insane Daryl Wayne, aren't you? (laughs) If you're listening to Late Night Health right now, you're part of the growing target of baby boomers we're serving. Hi, I'm Daryl Wayne, producer of Late Night Health, inviting you to join the Late Night Health family. If you have any business targeting the growing boomer market, Late Night Health is the ideal advertising vehicle for you. From vitamins to insurance, alternative health to Western-style medicine, Late Night Health caters to the growing population of those over 40 years old. This vibrant demographic has expendable income to fight aging, purchase travel, take care of aging parents, or just have fun. Find out about the advertising opportunities with Late Night Health. Call us at 805-391-0308. That's 805-391-0308 or email us at info at latenighthealth.com. That's info at latenighthealth.com. Join Late Night Health as we empower people to take charge of their own health care. Call now at 805-391-0308. That's 805-391-0308. 